Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, the ugly, um, and all of those wonderful convention gems that we all have come to know and love. And today, I'm very excited because I'm always excited when my really close friends are here to be on the show, um, but I always get more excited when I chat with people that I don't know as well because I have no clue what's coming <laughs> as far as stories go. And today, um, I would like to introduce to you all, Ruben. Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. How are you? I'm great. It's so nice to finally talk to you. I've heard so much. Oh, I'm sure most of it's a lie, but that's why I pay them. <laughs> exactly. Good money. Well spent. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a mutual friend, uh, Patrick D., who's been on the show before. Oh, Patrick D. Yeah, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, he's tagged you several times um, in all of like the chats and things, so I finally got a hold of you, and I'm very excited about it because... He's very adamant about you being on here. <laughs> oh, yeah. So he's, uh, if I remember correctly, and I know I do, Patrick D. runs the Anime Cons TV podcast. He sure does. And FanCons.com. Yep. So uh, anyone that doesn't listen to that podcast, you should. And uh, I'll, I'll, I'll open with this. Uh, they have a voicemail line. Uh, if you watch the podcast, they've got the number on there, and I'll have to look it up. But I have one very important lesson for everyone here. If oh. you harass them enough, if you leave them enough voicemails, <laughs> mm -hmm. you get to be on the show. No way. Oh, yeah. No, I uh, in, <laughs> I don't even know what year it was. It might have been 2009 or 10. Uh, I was listening to their podcast, and no one was leaving voicemails, so I left mm -hmm. one. Sure. And uh, uh, Rob, a.k.a. Sketch, from that podcast, made a terrible mistake. And that mistake is giving me any amount of attention, especially if I'm bored. <laughs> and he his mistake was listening to my voicemail and telling me that I sounded like the movie phone guy, oh. causing me to never stop calling them. I uh, I accused Rob of terrible things. Uh, <laughs> it's not hard. I've, I've made up so much stuff. I will I will have to, I need to make like a, a clip show because for a long time I, I I didn't like take over the voicemail, but I was a frequent character to the point where eventually they let me and my buddy uh, Bill film a couple episodes. Oh, nice. They're, but they're, they're, they're super friendly, super nice people, and it's a, it's oh. a fun podcast. But yeah, There's... so stalking works, and you should all try it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> in, a certain, in a certain sense, yes. <laughs> you will oh, definitely man. get a result. I will not guarantee the quality of the result. Right. You're either uh, going to be on the show, or you get a pretty piece of paper that says stop calling. <laughs> yeah, uh, void where prohibited. That seems like a legal, legal thing, I should say. Um, I've actually got to be on um, Anime Cons TV as well. Um, really? Yeah. Funny enough, we I was rooming with um, Elizabeth, who's on the show. Oh, okay. Yep. And uh, we were at a convention in a hotel room together, and she was like, man, I really have to record this piece for the show. She goes, but I'm just not feeling it right now. And I was like, I'll do it. Let me do it. And she's like, okay. So she filmed me, and it was like this random insert of information <laughs> That's awesome. She, and she sent the information to Patrick. He goes, why is it Katie? <laughs> so why not? I, I, right? Why not? So I had like my one little random moment on um, anime uh, cons TV. That was my. You should do an experiment. You should film a segment mm -hmm. and send it to them. Sure. And see if it's just part of the show. Right. <laughs> just I mean, they're, in there. <laughs> those, those guys are all fun enough that it, it might just end up like on the show. I I'm need sure to know you would. for science. For science, I will. I will do my best for you, Ruben. <laughs> if you if you fake it, you can get pretty far. Uh, yeah. So I'm yeah. going to tell a story from 2014. Okay. Uh, 
this this made my my short list that I've been writing for literally minutes because I'm that kind of nerd. So <laughs> at at PoorCon, um, when I was uh, running uh, as tech chair, which I did for I don't know ten years and change, I would get my staff set up, get the rooms built, and once the staff was going, I would kick into full ADD mode and just wander around. So you know, most mornings I would do oh maybe half an hour of actual work and then just walk around eventually taking over an area that wasn't mine. In this case, it was the reg desk. There was an empty chair, so I just sat there and started talking to people. And I do not remember what I was talking about. What I do remember is getting yeah, three or four, you know, you know, nice kids, teenagers, sure. awkward guys mostly, um, just going over whatever. And I stopped because I saw this beautiful brunette, which is my thing, um, uh, across, the, uh, across the room. And I got her to come over and we were talking. And a lot of these guys, I don't think, had a whole lot of luck in lover life. And I noticed this because you know, I was talking to her and they were kind of like, wow, he's he's talking to this lady. That's pretty impressive. To the point where I looked at her and said, hey, I would uh, I would really like your phone number. And she just kind of gave it to me, looked at me a little funny, gave me the number. And I was so cool. I was king of the mountain. Uh, mm-hmm, what they mm-hmm. didn't know is that was my wife, Kim, who married me in 06, and she just assumed I was so dumb and had such a bad goldfish memory that I'd lost her cell phone number. <laughs> and everyone's just like, wow, that was so smooth. <laughs> and I, I got kind of a reputation for doing stuff like that. The other thing I've done, I don't know if you've looked on my Facebook or not. Um, are you aware of a company called Valve? They make little games like Portal, Half-Life. Yeah, yeah. So every now and then, some some guy, definitely for video games, will walk up to me and tell me that I have a passing resemblance to Gabe Newell, uh, which is sort of true, except I can't grow a beer. But if you look up Gabe Newell in the late 90s, I, I definitely look a little bit like him. Okay, okay. Now, the greatest thing about that is if you catch someone at the right height of, you know, being excited to be in an anime convention, especially first-time attendees, and your, your badge says chair on it, They'll believe things that you say to them. Uh, things like, hey, let's not be loud about this. I don't like talking about my Uncle Gabe. And so I just spend a weekend doing that and then sending them to video games to get beta codes for Half-Life 3. To the point where I got called out at ConFeedback about it, but that was super fun. So if you, if you ever have a chance to convince someone that you're someone you're not and it doesn't hurt anybody, you should. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Catfish. Mm-hmm. That's, convention that's what it was <laughs> uh, to the rest of the convention staff's credit uh we have a, a person who runs programming her name is mick and mick is awesome mick did ask me how i felt about doing that and i think mick thought i would feel guilty i did not for the record i still think it's funny but uh there, there are people who in the middle of a weekend with no sleep still have a pretty good moral compass at port con they're, they're pretty fun folks oh yeah oh yeah i love port con um gosh i haven't been to port con in a long time um, I know they've probably moved hotels like three times since the last time I went. <laughs> oh, you you would love to think that. Um, so we're in Maine. <laughs> sure. Uh, PortCon is in Portland. And right. There is one hotel that fits. So we're still there. Um, we have expanded. PortCon uh, is legit leasing a space out at the mall across the road from uh, what is now the DoubleTree. <laughs> used to be the Sheraton. Oh, my and God. And actually, I guess you're right because that hotel has changed hands two or three times. Yeah. So – Technically, it's a different hotel, and every time it happens, we all freeze and wonder if we're going to have to, like, build our own hotel. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, you guys yeah. were – they were in downtown one time, right? Like, you guys moved from that hotel 
to like a downtown Portland hotel. That was 2008. And, and you're right. So that was, that was my second year. Okay. That was a hotel called the Eastland, which lovely facility. Mm -hmm. Uh, at the time, if you were a fan of the shining and wanted to have an experience where you were positive, two twin little girls might murder you in the hallway at three in the morning. I mean, that was the hotel for you. It's Stephen King's like hometown, like Maine in general is just where Stephen King lives. <laughs> yep. And Stephen, you know, he's a great guy. So the, the, the better thing about that hotel is it's a landmark in that part of Portland. And rightfully yep. so. There's, you know, it's, it, it's a beautiful site. Yeah. Yeah. So you've, you know, you've, you've, and everyone listening has probably been to an anime convention where you'll see people, you know, we've got, we've got our, our sci-fi nerds, our furries, you know, our, our muggles that just show up because they're, they're regular people, that whole mix. Yep. Yep. So our first day at the Eastland, like our first full day, we had pre-reg on Thursday, which was kind of a light day. And then Friday, you know, we, we cranked up and went full gears. And that year, PortCon happened on the 4th of July. So okay. we had a lot of people, uh, you know, mostly kids. Their parents had dropped them off for the weekend and realized, hey, uh, this hotel will babysit our kids and we're going to go home and, and get drunk the whole time. And I'm, mm. I'm sad I wasn't there with them. That same year, we had a, a, a theme with our security staff, among other things. Our security, for some reason, all wanted to be decked out in tactical vests and camo. I do not know what they thought was going to happen <laughs> at this anime convention with less than 2,000 people. Or... But whatever it was, they were ready for it. And uh, all the our attendance that first full day was great. Especially, our crossplay was, was really strong, if I remember. There was a... There is a gentleman who did the best Princess Peach with a five o'clock shadow I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> now, this it. is important, not not just because it's an anime con, uh, but this historic hotel had this going on. And in the middle of all this, a Greyhound bus pulled up in front of the building. Okay. And it was packed with with people that were 70 years older and, and just up. Okay. And watching that bus pull up and watching security stop i remember the security chair at the time looked at me and said oh oh this is going to be a good show and i didn't know what had happened until i turned around and saw this bus that wanted to show off the historic eastland hotel (laughs) and i am positive that what we were doing had at no point happened in history we were definitely a first time right right. that crowd was very polite but they were not prepared for us i remember a couple very nice older women buying badges to go to the dealer's room but uh, oh, that was that was a moment. We we have not been asked back to that particular hotel. That was uh, that was a perfect storm of things that did. Kids that had never been in a hotel by themselves left completely unsupervised. Uh, Typical. Like nothing bad happened. No one died that I'm aware of. Right, right. Yeah, it's just a um, bad. I I love that parents think they could just do that. It's like, well, you've got a badge. Here's ten bucks. Go buy something pretty. Bye, mommy loves you. Yeah, 2008 is the reason we have a whole series of rules on the website now. <laughs> Get me a notebook. Yeah, it's no. just, oh. That was fun. It's too bad because the place was beautiful. It had a huge ballroom. We had no idea how to use it. That was my second year running tech. I think I had eight people. Mm-hmm. Um, I broke the AMV contest. Uh, I don't know what possessed me to say that I could do the anime music videos. But okay. at Archon, that's like the defense against the dark arts teacher. Sure. Every sure. year, someone would volunteer for it, and every year, it would go poorly. In my case, someone <laughs> stole the hard drive with 
eight whole movies on it or something. No. Yeah. I mean, oh I, mean I didn't God. do a good job anyway. So I think, I think that was the best possible scenario based on my video editing talent was that the drive was just gone. Uh, people weren't subjected to my lack of talent in that, no. in that thing. That's not true. Oh, I, oh, I'm good at a lot of things, but I am openly bad at that. <laughs> I'm good enough at things that I'm good at that I have no need to tell you I'm any good at video editing. I'm great at watching videos. I am amazing at YouTube. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. like when it comes to hitting play and, and consuming content and doing nothing meaningful in the realm of creativity. Oh, yeah. I love AMVs. I feel like that's like one of the biggest events at a convention. Like there's that, the masquerade. The game shows. Oh, like, the game shows. Yep. You always you always say you're going to go for the panels, but I mean, honestly, you know you're not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you go to your friends' panels, and then you're like, "Well, I'm uh, I'm going to go in the dealer's room for three hours. Bye, guys." <laughs> that yeah, that sounds about right. Um, gosh, I can't think of the last time I went to a panel. Well, okay, the last time I went to a panel, I was running it with my friend Ian. Sure. And we started running a Star Trek panel because we were bored. Mm-hmm. And I think eight people go to it and they keep letting us do it. And I have no idea why. And it's we last year, we didn't talk about Star Trek. We spent an hour online trolling people and talking about Battlestar Galactica because we thought it was funny. Hell yeah. And uh, uh, the, the couple of attendees we had seemed entertained. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Last panel. Well, I mean, the last panel that I went to, uh, mm-hmm. my friends were doing a panel in my Boston a few years ago to tell people like give them tips and stuff about how to have a successful masquerade performance. Oh, yep. Um, the last one that I held at a convention, um, it was called uh, Reading Ranch Live um, on my YouTube channel that is now all about this podcast. Um, okay. I used to run a show once a week uh, when I went back to go live with my mother after unfortunate events. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I used to take her dirty romance novels, her cowboy novels, everything. Um, oh. And I used to um, criticize them. Oh, I'm. Can you please start the show again? I. <laughs> I, I. Oh, that is my jam. I need to experience that. There's there's several episodes up on my YouTube um, for this podcast. You can actually go back and watch them under their own little like tag. Um, I unfortunately live on my own now, like an adult. <laughs> So I don't, mm-hmm. unfortunately, live with my mother anymore. Uh, that does not mean that there is a lack of um, resources that I could start the show again, potentially. Uh, I, personally, I just don't think I have the strength. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to say, you've got this platform. You could absolutely set up a P.O. box. And mm. were you foolish enough to do so? I uh, There's so many people that I know would mail you books. Uh, oh, yeah. My Amazon oh, yeah. history. Any 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 time I'm hanging out with friends and it gets a little too quiet, my go-to is looking up Chuck Tingle, um, <laughs> and I, I based on your reaction, I, I assume you're aware of his very fine dinosaur erotica series. I, I am, yes, yes. Someone brought it up at one of the uh, Reading Ranch live panels one time. Yes. See, there's no finer experience I can think of than someone reviewing those. Or if mm-hmm. I could get a voice actor to just just read one of those books at a panel. Mm-hmm. Just like a live audiobook session. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually, um, at the panel, because I went through my mother's books um, rather quickly, what I end up doing is I go through and I find excerpts where I'm like, well, that sounds disgusting and naughty. Pin it. You know, like read the back, read the front. Um, when I was done with that, I had like, you know, a full hour for the panel. I was like, well, has anybody got anything for me to review? And somebody oh. gave me my immortal. 
<laughs> and I did it. Oh, I did it. I was like, I don't think I've ever actually fully ever read my immortal. Cause I mean, who can actually do that to themselves? Um, but yeah, that was my last panel um, that I ever did myself was to read dirty cowboy novels at like midnight. <laughs> and it was a full room, which I don't know if that's on them or on me. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I don't know what's worse. The fact that I ran the panel or the fact that there was only standing room available for it. <laughs> there is nothing better than an off the rails 18 plus panel. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Have you ever considered um, buying some of these books and like adding to your mom's collection when she's not paying attention? Honestly, like, Ruben, could... I, I think my mother owns them all. Oh, okay. Because when we go to the Barnes and Noble together, she has a master list. And uh, yeah, it's I, just like, <laughs> it's yeah, I serious. I do not have that relationship with my parents. I'll be honest. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about it. Right. That, I mean, that's an amazing story. I mean, the woman with Fifty Shades of Grey and then was sad when the movies didn't come out fast enough. So it's just like, you know. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not even going to attempt to top that. I'm just going to say <laughs> that your mom needs some Chuck Tingle books. I'd like to know how that went. I Honestly, I think I'll probably get her some and just see how she feels about it. Yeah. Oh, please report back on that experience. I need to know. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> oh. So, uh, uh, yeah. gonna... oh my God, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, no. Um, again, anybody listening, if they care, uh, the the closed caption for the show is not the only thing on our YouTube channel. There's old Reading Ridge episodes. Please feel free to go watch them. <laughs> oh, that's. I've got some stuff to do at a desk, and that's gonna. Before we before we finish talking this evening, I just need to make sure, like, if you can Facebook me that link or something. I need oh, absolutely, that absolutely. That's, I'll I will send it right to you. <laughs> that's amazing. So you're oh. are you from New England? Or are you from the the Massachusetts area? I am from New Hampshire. Okay, so uh, ha, are you familiar with a beverage made in Maine called Moxie? Unfortunately, I am. So, uh, yeah, I was talking about how PortCon has some rules and. I'm going to guess you're one of those people. You're probably the reason for a couple of rules. At least I hope you are. You seem like you you have that potential. I have dabbled, yes. I uh, am am soft banned from directly interacting with voice actors at PortCon. Okay. If they don't talk to me first. Sure, sure. Uh, do you know Jekka? Are you friends with her at all? Yes, I know Jekka, yep. Okay, so Jekka is one of my favorite people. She's also mm-hmm. my cat photo dealer. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh not to be dramatic but i would die for jacka jacka's amazing <laughs> that's fair that's fair who wouldn't i have a i have an email saved somewhere where uh it's i don't email jacka a lot i bother her on facebook but my favorite email from jacka is one word it just says no and uh <laughs> it says no because i asked if i could put together gift baskets for our voice actors uh, the reason jacka said no uh was because uh when you when you chair when you run a staff, it's amazing when people will just kind of do the stuff you tell them to. Right. And it's also I get why it's not okay to just hand beverages to voice actors when they don't know who you are. So I didn't go that far. What I did figure out is if it's warm, if it's June or July and you're running a convention and there's a really hot panel room, if you ask your in room tech to maintain a bowl of ice with cans of moxie in it. Oh. Um, and just not acknowledge it. They're just there. Uh-huh. A warm voice actor from Texas or California or wherever will ask if they may have a cold drink. Oh, no. <laughs> and my favorite thing is watching them open that. And when they acknowledge it, oh, yeah, that's from Maine. That's our soda. So they now think, oh, I, I can't insult the state of Maine. And 
watching them try to lie to us while drinking that first moxie or even better diet moxie which is a whole different kind of eating. oh god like it's like how could moxie be worse hmm. oh we'll make it diet <laughs> uh the other fun use i f- and that so that's why i am uh i get yelled at sometimes although i'm still <laughs> if you go to port con maine i'm now listed as the mentor and i uh, i question that decision but that's fine hey the you other know- thing the other thing everyone listening to this should try and do, have you had the con experience where people plan poorly and by the middle of the weekend, they're out of money and they're like, Hey, I would like a taco or whatever. Um, Yeah. It's fun to carry around just a 12 pack of moxie and just give one to anyone that asks and wait. And you'll find some people that like it, but most of the time they do not know what it is. Hmm. And not that the suffering of others should entertain everyone here. And I know I'm painting a picture that I'm horrible. I swear I have redeeming qualities. (laughs) <laughs> like I can make a good Alfredo. Hey. Uh, man, just, I love watching that reaction. It just makes me happy. <laughs> I know Moxie is like a you either love it or you hate it. There is no in between. Like you well, yeah, they call it Go ahead. You don't you don't talk to somebody and go, "Oh, how do you feel about Moxie?" And they're like, "Oh, yeah, I don't mind it." It's either, "Oh my god, I love Moxie," or "Don't you ever <laughs> don't you ever hand me a can of Moxie. I will throw it at you." <laughs> right. And people like to say it's an acquired taste, which is a really weird way to say Stockholm Syndrome. Right. Right. It's like, that's not how it's spelled. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, guests uh, and giving them things, um, especially from the South or Texas or somewhere, um, I have a great a great story about um, Boston Cream Pie. Oh, Patrick B's favorite. Yes, yes. It's it's a great. Um, but Texas people get very confused because you hand them cake and they're like, well, this isn't pie. You're like, no, it is. It's Boston cream pie. They're like, this is cake. <laughs> I'm like, I'm aware. They're like, then why did you call it pie? I'm like, well, the same with whoopie pies. And you hand them a whoopie pie. They're like, okay, this is also not a pie. <laughs> it's like, yes, New England's weird. We name things pie and then it ends up being some form of cake something. Even I as a New Englander can't explain that. I don't know. Isn't cheesecake kind of a pie? I mean, it's got a crust. Okay. It's not like a flour-based crust, though. It's a graham cracker crust. Yeah. And I found some local stores go way too heavy on the crust. We bought a cheesecake recently, and Mm -hmm. it had like an inch-thick crust in the center. And uh, look, I don't don't need that amount of graham cracker in my life. That's not why I'm here. No, wow. That's that's aggressive. It is. That's aggressive. (laughs) Makes me want to go fight someone at the bakery. Right, right. Best cheesecake I ever had, though, and I found out about it after New York Comic Con one year. Mm-hmm. So thanks New York Comic Con for this. Um, juniors in Times Square. Have you been there? I have not. Oof. Treat yourself someday. Okay. Go to New York. Right. Go to Juniors Cheesecake. You will never be let down by anything you have there. Okay. That's I. I now have a two a, a two item long list of restaurants to go to in New York. Oh well, after this podcast is over, I'll give you like sixteen more places to visit. So don't worry. Well, the only other one I had is because I found it on Google, and there's one called Just Rubens. Yeah. And, uh, because I'm that ridiculous, I need a photo of me in front of that restaurant. I could yeah. Photoshop it, but it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Uh, Junior's also has a really good Reuben at it, too. Just to oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I will I will tell the wife. She loves those sandwiches. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is just good branding, really. Yeah. So you are so you do a lot of pork con stuff. You work at pork con all the time, or you just frequent pork con? <laughs> so uh, I, I do a lot of Fort Con. Um, I started in 2006, and I had no interest in being there, and I wanted to go home the whole time. Uh, I, I, that's, so this is the reason I told that first story first. Mm-hmm. So in, I got married in 05, 
And that October, wait, no, October is when I got married. So that summer uh-huh. for PortCon uh, 2006, my wife wanted to go to PortCon. And I hadn't gone the previous year because I didn't have to. Okay. But I was now married and wanted to stay that way. So we went to <laughs> PortCon and it was sort of fine. You know, we had way too many people in the hotel room because the room was a, a whopping $100 a night. And I think eight of us could afford that at the time. Sure. So we uh, we put that all together, and I I have this memory of the masquerade, and the masquerade was good, the MC was good, but their PA system was a karaoke machine that they were holding a microphone up to, to an amplified speaker, and this was how the whole con ran. They had a a cap of like sixteen hundred people. It was not a big event. Sure. And I, being super smart complained i anyone that was with me that was having fun i corrected them and let them know they should not be having a good time and if they were entertained i was mad about it and at the end <laughs> my buddy patrick who's still my friend for some reason different patrick <laughs> introduces me to julie julie york if you don't know julie you need a julie in your life she's great okay okay but uh he having listened to me do that the whole week and goes hey julie this is rue and he knows how to run a soundboard which was technically true. <laughs> I was then chair of tech through 2018. And when wow. I attempted to retire was made a mentor. <laughs> so which, that's, which you've established was a mistake. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I like going, that's kind of neat. And right, I, right. I like, you know, I like the project planning and all that. And the, the tech stuff gives me something to do. I was quasi effective because I do not hate anime. I sort of don't care. Um, sure. And so I'm I'm harder to distract, at least with anime. If it's uh, if it's a really bright, colorful cosplay, I respond to bright colors, mm-hmm. shiny things, and baby mm-hmm. animals. Those things awesome. will distract me. All but if things. you're talking about yeah, if you're talking about Cowboy Bebop, I'm just gonna stare at you and make sure the microphone works. <laughs> uh, now, as a mentor, I'm assuming that you guys get like little like thrones or something where like, there's a room. And like you walk I, into it and be like, oh, mentor. <laughs> I still don't fully know what my job is. Uh, I think. <laughs> so I've, I've got um, a, a woman named Angelica has taken over tech. So that's a good sure. example. And, you know, she comes to me with, hey, how did you run this? And, and I walk her through that. Uh, William Keith, the guy I was a co-chair with, um, you know, uh, you know, same thing. He reaches out and talks to people. So I think the idea is that I'm supposed to take my my influence and my experience and kind of share that when asked. All right. Uh, sure. I'm also pretty sure. So Julie and, and her husband, Ryan, and I are, are, are friends. We've become pretty close friends through through the last decade. As far as I can tell, it was to make sure I kept going to PortCon. And I, I don't have legal documentation to prove that, but Julie did stop my wife in the, uh, in the hotel the last year I was, you know, running his chair mm-hmm. and said something like, hey, I found a way to keep your husband. So <laughs> he's ours. Yeah, like, I mean, I'll still, I'll still show up and help with stuff. Like I, I went last year and I'm told I did something useful. I just remember sitting down and talking to Ryan about, I don't know, a video game or something, but apparently that was useful. That's... So I'm on the record having no idea what that job means. What I do know is if you go to the staff section at PortCon, actually, let's see if it's true. I think they have chairs now, but um, this sounds like some Horcrux bullshit. I feel like you're. Kinda. I feel, I feel oh. like they split your soul and they've like put it all over the convention, and now it's up to you to like break the seal. <laughs> they did a little bit. The problem is, I like everyone so much, I sort of don't care. Okay, uh, so I'm gonna go. To, so I'm going to portconmain.com and I'm going to volunteer staff listing. Uh huh. So the idea was, you know, I was, uh, you know, 
doing my work stuff and, and getting kind of stressed and all that stuff. And I decided, hey, it's been a decade plus. I'm going to I'm going to stop staffing. I'm going to relax. I'm going to have no responsibility. Mm-hmm. So now if you go to the staff listing, uh, instead of being a department chair, now I just show up in management. So there's Julie York and Ryan York who are the chairs. Uh, myself and Ian Anderson are listed as mentors. Ian Anderson's a different kind of mentor in that Ian is incredibly talented and probably useful. <laughs> <laughs> but I get to appear next to Ian in that list. Thanks, Ian. Yeah. So, but I mean, I wasn't worried about looking bad anyway. So it's just going to make Ian look amazing if they compare Ian to somebody. I'm like, well, I bet Ian's done some work today. I, I am not. I I haven't no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yay, Ian! You did so good. <laughs> I moved this Ian's box, guys. Good. Way to go, Ian! <laughs> Ian, uh, Ian and his wife together, I think, used to run uh, the Artist Alley, which they have done a great job with that. Oh yeah, Porkon always had an awesome Artist Alley. I remember that about it. Like, oh, Ian's still dealers? the chair. <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> yeah he's he's a mentor hey. and the art chair so i am doing even less than ian than i thought ian pulling the double duty yep there he goes <laughs> there he goes so proud um yeah i'm trying to remember like the last see the last pork con that i went to i didn't stay overnight i think i just went mm-hmm. for a day and i think it might have been like 2007 or 2008 so it's been a minute since i've actually been to pork con uh but Was my there- friends was there a tent outside? I th- I don't think the tent had arrived yet. Okay, so it was it was it was uh, it was either 2008 at the Eastland, or they had it two years before that at uh, what is now the uh, the Double Tree by Hilton. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You would have remembered the tent in 2009. We had a tent, and the tent had pretty carpeting because the hotel was ripping the carpeting out. Oh. And I remember that because it flooded. And uh, Tech's whole job became don't kill anybody with electricity, which I'm reasonably sure we achieved. That was Yay! a fun year. Yeah, no, they're definitely, I think it was the year before you started doing the tent in the parking lot. And I definitely know it was the year before the Eastland because I never went to another hotel for it except for the Doubletree. Okay. Um, but yeah, I remember we went for like the day for that. But previously, um, I remember in 2004 when I went, it wasn't even at the Double Tree. It was at like almost like a, it, it was almost like a Motel 6, if I remember. Oh, so I wasn't there, but I think cause the very first Port Con, I don't even know if it was called Port Con, but it was at like a school. And then, yeah, those those were early days. That was, I think, you're describing the place next to uh, Governor's Restaurant over in Scarborough. I think so, yeah. Because I remember it was just it was fun because like we had just come off the high of Anime Boston, and yep. we were like, oh my god, a convention in Maine, let's go! Because it's like you know you're 18, and you've got a car, and it's like we're gonna go to all the conventions, and and we got up there, and it was you know it was a good convention, but it was just you know it was teeny then, it was itty bitty. Oh yeah. Little itty bitty, but it was a good day convention to go to. And then the following year was 2005, and that's when they moved into the Double Tree. And it was like, yep. oh my god, we're gonna stay overnight for it, and we did, and it was awesome. And it was like, it was wicked funny because I remember it being so special because um, you know, I was one of those people back in the day, way way back in the day, that I had like seven costumes in a weekend. Oh wow. Yeah, like I would just go upstairs and change and come back down and be like, all right, I've got a new costume. Oh, I'm going to go upstairs and change again. And I hate this one. Oh, nope, I like this one. And um, that was when um, Full Metal Alchemist was becoming big. Oh, yeah. 
and I had dressed up as Roy Mustang because, you know, obsessed. Who wasn't? <laughs> Who wasn't? And um, I just remember my friends were supposed to be, um, like, we were supposed to have a whole group. And um, we had come up in separate cars, and the other half of my group got bored at the convention, so they left. And I was oh. so... I was so mad because I had put together this person's Hughes costume for them. And I was like, you know what? I'm not wasting all of these pictures and this props and everything else. So I went downstairs as Maze Hughes. And yeah, and it ended up being one of the costumes I was most well known for through the early 2000s. Now, Full Metal Alchemist is uh, that's that's expensive to dress up for. It was. It was a very expensive costume. (laughs) I, I hear it costs. It. I hear it costs an arm and a leg. <laughs> I me. tell that joke every year, <laughs> and it, I I will never regret it. Regrets. <laughs> yup. But yeah, no, like I, I hosted at um, AAC. Like I said, we worked. I worked there. Um, I did their masquerade a couple times in that costume, just because people. That's mm-hmm. how people knew me. Right. Um, I ended up retiring it, and I auctioned it off for charity a few years later oh. at AAC. Yeah, I did that wow. with a couple. I did that with a couple of the costumes that I hosted in because, like, they just became people that I was known for. I did Bash the Stampede um, one year, um, and that jacket. Oh God, that jacket! I love that jacket, and to this day, I kind of regret being so generous into yeah. raffling it. I have no idea who got it. I know somebody won it, and we shipped it to somebody. But to this day, I don't know where it ended up. Um, that jacket was like a whole bolt of red rodeo fabric, so fifteen yards of fabric made that jacket. Wow. And it had 90 buttons down the front of it. And it had like interchangeable pieces and locks and everything on it. And it's just like, I love that costume. But again, it became one of those costumes. Everyone was like, hey, gosh, like they'd make, you know, um, and I gave it away. Do you have photos of that somewhere? So I've got to dig around for that one because there wasn't a lot that came up of it. But yeah, I did the Vash, the Maze Hughes. Um, I did Tomiki from Host Club. Um Gosh, um, I did Yu Yu Hakusho one year. That was fun. Oh, um, I'm trying to think. Oh, I did. A, I mean, back when um, Hitalia. Do you remember the Hitalia phase? Mm-hmm. All the different mm-hmm. countries. Yep, yep. That was big. Um, I did America one year. Um, man, and the thing was too is like AAC was very um, anime oriented. So it's like whenever right. I was like, "Hey guys, can I do something from like this TV show?" And they're like, "No, we're an anime convention." And I was like, "Okay, I'm gonna do Doctor Who." Uh, there's nothing. I will never be upset at a Doctor Who. Setting. Right, and I made it. I made it work. I was just like, look, we live yep. in an anime convention. Uh-uh. You know, like I'm the tenth Doctor. Leave me alone. Yep. Um, but but I mean, as my friends know, um, and I've mentioned it before, the the costume I think I'm the most well known for is Tony Stark. Like I would Iron- like to see that. I will send you pictures of Tim because I've I've cosplayed. He's the longest costume cosplay that I have ever done. That's at least. 14 years I've cosplayed as wow. Tony Stark. Yep. Nice. Yep. I've got quite a few costumes for him, but, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, no, like, it, like, yeah, it's just like Porkcon like started off like this whole kind of crazy, like hosting convention, like really got me into like costume kind of thing. Like, because if I had never done Maze Hughes for that convention and it gone over so well, I, you know, it's one of those things. I don't know if I'd ever would have done it again, like that costume, you know, and it wouldn't have become as big as it was. So I, I have a lot, to you know porkcon as tiny as it is you know i might not go there very often i owe it a lot as a convention well, I'm, so i'm just glad you had fun oh yeah have you ever had a chance to go to the porkcon charity auctions 
Um, I haven't had a chance to, no, but I've heard about them. I hear they do really well. They are. So it's an 18 plus event. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's there's a couple of events where where Julie gets to just take herself off the chain. Uh, there's there's extreme geek. There's things that can't be unseen. And there's the charity auction. Mm -hmm. And the charity auction is a lot of fun. Julie will do things like uh, one year we had uh, we, she sold a pair of boxer shorts for, I think, two hundred dollars. And they were very special because what Julie did was she went to a site where you could custom print boxer shorts and she raided my Facebook and these boxers were just pictures of me and my cats. <laughs> I love it. And uh, the the energy that that goes into that is really fun. And they you know they do okay. They raise you know a few grand every year for 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 whatever the charity of the year is. But it's a it's a nice time. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. No. I love the conventions. They hold the charity things. And that was the thing with our, my costumes too. Um, when I did them for AAC, when we raffled them off, um, we always picked a different charity every year, and we had raffle baskets there and. Um, I would, if I could, I would offer up the costume that I'd hosted in the year before to the charity to make money. And honestly, now that I think about it too, going back, it's like the Hughes costume I got back because I knew the person that won it. And um, for our 10 year anniversary, I came out and I hosted in it because they were nice enough to let me borrow it again. Um, oh, wow. But I that went for like, it was one of those moments where people were like open raffling on it, not just like, you know, tickets in a bucket. Um mm -hmm. And I think they paid almost like $300 for it. Wow. And I was just, and I, and I sat there and I'm like, enough. I'm like, we're not, we're, we're done. We can't. I'm not letting this go for more money than that. Like I put a stop to it. I was like, we can't. You all are broke nerds. It's a Sunday. I know none of you have eaten. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm like, we're done. <laughs> you've, uh, you've encapsulated the Sunday experience at a convention really, really well. I did. It's exactly. It was like, cut it out. We're done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but thank you for your donation. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, so. Oh, man. Well, Ruben, it has been quite the pleasure talking to you, sir. Yeah, I've had a we... nice time. Thank you for uh, for having me on. You're so welcome. Um, at the end of the show, um, I like to ask my guests to promote something they're either passionate about or working on. And, sir, if you'd like to promote something, now's your time. All right, so I need to Google something, and then I need to – so bear with me for just a minute. I will bear. I will bear with. I'm looking for pictures for you anyways. Okay, cool. <laughs> Plus, you know, the joy of editing. I could just take this whole, like, block oh, out. Oh, that's right. It can just be instantaneous and sound like I couldn't remember the thing I wanted to remember. Exactly. See, it'll just be like, bam, Ruben was on it. Yeah. <laughs> or I leave it in because I forget to edit it out. Oh, that's <laughs> and, go. and then never a fool. A fool. Let's see. Let's see. Oh, there's Hughes. Da, 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 the magic da, da. of YouTube. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, I can't find it on YouTube, but I've I've done this so many times. It's just in my contact list. Sure, so sure. I, um, since uh, since our 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 friend Patrick introduced us, Patrick Delahante, yep, from yep. the Anime Cons TV crew, yeah, and because I know I can bother him, of course. Let's see if I can do this. I believe in I'd you. like to ask everyone to leave a voicemail at seven six two two three three seven eight two eight. That's the Animecons TV podcast. 
There you go. That's that's my promo. <laughs> yes. Everybody better call that number. I'm going to call that number right now. As soon as we get off this, we're done. I'm going to call him. <laughs> you can oh, leave messages. Um, you can. Uh, I once read a camera manual until it wouldn't let me record anymore. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, if I have tried a new alcohol, they find out about it. <laughs> they know. They just know. Yeah, yeah they find out. Well, thanks again, Ruben. It was awesome. And guys, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good night. Thanks.